There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Sven FL. What's up, y'all? Yes, it's two Americans in Sweden talking about NFL football. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's uh, what we're doing. Today, we're, we're actually doing this remotely because uh, we're both busy men. We're extremely busy. Where are you? Uh, I'm at home. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're at home. I am... I'm at home. I dropped the kids off, and then I came here. Uh-huh. And, uh... I am somewhere outside of Nortelje. Oh, cool. I don't know where. Uh, I mean, I, I'm sure I'm somewhere, but that I can't pronounce properly. But yeah, I'm in the, I'm out in the hinterland. Okay, man, that's nice. I was uh, my wife's family has a summer house out there, mm. so we, we go out there sometimes. But it's kind right of a, now we're still working and stuff. Kind of a cool spot actually, because it's only like an hour from Stockholm. Yeah, exactly. It's not so bad. It's not like taking a crazy road trip or something like that. No. No, you can hit the Max Burger on the way up. Uh, Every time. Yeah. <laughs> Although I do have to complain a little bit. Maybe we could put this on. I've been meaning to shame Max Burger since yesterday. I ordered a, I don't know, some kind of bacon cheeseburger thing. Dude, it looked like it, like half a piece of bacon had been, but I was like, hey, you gotta be fucking, I, you know, I mean, shit, I don't expect it to look just like the picture, but damn, I mean, yeah, come on. It's almost like they don't take the, t- they don't appreciate <laughs> how to make bacon here. No. Every place, not just Max. They put like, the bacon is like, uh, <laughs> like still on the pig. You know what I mean? Like, cook that shit, man. <laughs> cook it a little more. I want a piece of crisp bacon, yeah. man. Oh, with dude. a little slight burn on it, maybe. But don't put, like, the... You can still hear the pig squealing when it's on my sandwich, man. That might be Come our on. next podcast idea. Some kind of bacon cast, you know, where we <laughs> talk about fucking bacon in Sweden. Try to educate I already know that every it. transition will be a... Tss. That's all I need. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. Oh, man. How long are you out there for? I'm only here for a couple of days. I'm, I think we're okay. coming back on the 4th of July, actually. Oh, wow. What are you um, doing on the 4th? I don't know. I looked at the weather. It looks like it's going to suck ass. Oh, okay. Um, I was say if it's nice, I'll grill it. We can, we can grill together, man. That would be dope. Um, I, I always think it's funny to celebrate the 4th of July in Sweden because everybody here is like, what? It's something special about this? It's like the same thing with Thanksgiving. You know, It's just another fucking yeah. Thursday to Swedes. Uh, yeah. You're like, God damn it! It's the Fourth of July. Where are all the fireworks? Like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. They need to celebrate our independence. Exactly. Make Sweden America again. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> oh man. Uh, 
Well, cool, man. I hope you have a good weekend out there. Mm. Uh, we decided to still do this because the people need this, man. Yeah. They need SpanFL. The people need us big time. Yeah, and sh- shout out to people reaching out, man. If anybody wants to uh, hit us up, you can uh, email us or hit us up on Instagram. On Instagram, we're SpanFL Pod. And on uh, our Gmail is uh, SvenFLPod at gmail.com. Make it pretty easy. Mm-hmm. So uh, people have been reaching out. We actually had a, 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 f- a female football player. Here they have uh, female football, women's football. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool, actually. She plays yeah. for the Orlando Jets, right? Yeah, she appreciated the shout-out. So shout-out to the Jets and shout-out to you. Yeah, go Jets. Um, you might be the only Jets that I like because I don't like the New York Jets. But Same I, here. I can, yeah. uh, I can roll with the Orlando Jets. Yeah, she's know? a Raiders fan. We've had other Raiders fans reach out too. So uh, damn, I didn't know it was that many out here, man. Shit. Uh, Why are there so but, many Raiders fans in Stockholm? I I don't understand it. We already established that Stockholm is the place for the uh, for the New York Jets. Actually, we did. And it, well, that was my decision. What did I? I don't remember what I said. I said, "Oh, I gave the I put the Patriots." <laughs> yeah, you put the Patriots here like an asshole. So. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of the Patriots, yes. Uh, wow, Cam Newton finally got a job. Yeah, man. How do you feel about it? I want you to go first on this. You know, I, I think it's a little. Um, I have a lot of I have a lot of mixed feelings about it. I think it's great that he has a job. Mm-hmm. Um, I um, I actually I read an article with what's his name, Richard Sherman, the cornerback for San Francisco. He was complaining about the deal that Cam Newton got. Um, being this really shitty one-year, very bare minimum kind of deal for a exactly. former MVP I quarterback. I, I actually agree with him, but I, I I don't think that's the Patriots' fault. I think that's really more. I think that was the Carolina Panthers' fault because they're the ones who kind Agreed. of agreed. They're not him getting over. enough heat for that. Yeah. No, I think they really fucked him over uh, and made him. Th- I mean, they are single-handedly responsible for kind of orchestrating him. Or sort of almost creating this idea that he's a less valuable quarterback somehow. Exactly. Um, and then, of course, you know, he's you know he he has a lot to prove, and he's coming back from injuries. But still, he's gonna. I, it, that being said, I mean, he obviously has the opportunity to. What more would you want in his position than to have the opportunity to prove everybody wrong? Exactly. Right. He's gonna come with a chip on the shoulder. And beat the shit out of everybody in the AFC East. And that includes my Dolphins. <laughs> I can't believe this news dropped on your birthday. Oh, yeah. yeah it was my birthday, <laughs> June 29th. Just... <laughs> and uh, that day, I wake up, take my morning poop, and uh, shit came out as shit came in, you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> Shitty news came in as, uh, you know, Cause I'm I taking my morning poop. I did the same thing. I woke up. Taking my morning poop, I see that Cam Newton's playing for the Patriots, and then I go on Facebook, and you know Facebook always reminds you when it's somebody's birthday, and it's yes, like, oh, yes, it's Jonathan Rollins' birthday today. <laughs> Would you like to wish him a happy birthday? I was like, I think Here's your present. I think Cam Newton already wished him a happy birthday. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, I just noticed in the background over here. Ooh, uh, you see that? Oh yeah, you got the dolphins in the background. Yeah, man, I you used to that? have a man cave. I I believe it. And uh I had all dolphin stuff. Every man wants one. Yeah, don't have one here. This is my kids room. So <laughs> Well, that's what happens when you have kids. That's why my <laughs> office little office corner is what I have. Yeah. <laughs> uh but what, uh, what, what anyway, were so so Newton, man. I I agree with that uh with the thoughts on Newton. Uh 
uh, getting kind of lowballed, and it just sucks. And I can't help but wonder. I don't want to make it uh, about race again, but uh, I'm going to. Mm. I wonder if this was uh, middle of the road. Not, I mean, I'm not saying he's middle of the road, but if it was a middle of the road quarterback, like or aging quarterback like Philip Rivers, right, just gets a gig just like that, and Cam Newton, uh, of MVP five years ago. Can't even get more than two teams to look at him. I heard the Browns and the Patriots were the only teams. Right. Yeah, I heard that thing about the Browns as but well. But then you can't discount the, the 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 Panthers screwing him on the timing of his release. So. Yeah, I I mean, in all honesty, I think it's kind of a like as far as a landing spot is concerned. I, I mean, you want a guy that good to wind up on a team where he actually has a chance to play. Um, I I, I never was interested in seeing him doing like a Jameis Winston, you know, winding up being the backup yeah. to a quarterback who he's clear. Jameis Winston's clearly not going to play for, for, for new Orleans right, as right. long as Drew Brees is healthy. Um, and Cam Newton's too good to be a backup. Exactly. So that's a, yeah. And that kind of brings us to Kaepernick a bit too, man. That's the, del- a, a bit of a dilemma there. Sure. You know, he's better than most backups, mm. if not all. Mm-hmm. So it would, if it gets on a team that just makes all of the fans, as soon as something negative comes out, you know, at least that's a built-in excuse for teams not to take them on. I yeah, we, we can get into that in a minute because there's some shit about the Kaepernick story that kind of has me feeling like I need to go on a bit of a rant. But the other thing, <laughs> the thing that I was uh, really fascinated by was the fact that within 15 minutes of announcing that Cam Newton had signed with the Patriots, they also dropped this press release that that the. The, the New England Patriots have been fined $1.1 million yes. f- for filming. And the thing that's for, okay, so they were filming the Bengals sideline, yeah. right? During a game last year, it was the Bengals versus the Browns. And the, and the Patriots were getting ready. I think they were playing the Bengals the, the next week. Right. Right. So they had a video crew there filming the sideline. They claimed that they were filming, some kind of a scout NFL scout training film, like, Oh, this is what NFL scouts would be doing. Yeah. Uh, but obviously the, you know, I, I think that's bullshit. And yeah, yeah, of course, but the weird, not like, the, Oh, well they've never done anything like this before. So no, clearly. Um, <laughs> but the weird thing is, is that why would you send a film crew to film the Bengals who at that time were, I mean, they were one in 12. They were testing it out, man. What? They're testing it out. Nobody was suspected. They're trying to perfect it. So when it's time to execute it, there's no kinks. Well, there's no hiccups. The conspiracy theorist in me assumes that this is just, they film everyone and they just happen to get caught doing this one. Yeah. I'm, but it's also like everybody's probably doing a version of it, honestly. Right. I want to shit on the Patriots, but. But yeah, Every that's true. probably got a version. Why of are they even allowed into a game that they're not playing in to film anything? Is what I, I want to know, man. Why? Are well, the th- thing is, you can poach uh, uh, practice squad guys. Yeah. So that could be something. You check but I mean, they had a film crew sitting in the press box. Yeah, that's weird. I mean, that uh, seems yeah. like it's one thing if you manage to sneak in and get some footage. But I mean, they were sitting in the fucking press box. Like, why are they even allowed in the building if they're not playing? Uh, good point, man. That doesn't make I, any I sense. Can't, I can't make any excuses for these guys, man. 
Yeah, they get into a lot of trouble, these these patriots. Um <laughs> I get annoyed because we have uh I get annoyed when people aren't that creative and a lot of Dolphins fans use the term cheatriots. <laughs> it's fucking horrible. Jesus. And a lot of them write that cheatriots. I said on Twitter and I said in you know, fan Facebook stuff. Just come up with something else, man. I'm not a big fan of the uh of the puns. I like Villa Cheat. I like that one. That makes it's a little more of a better it has a better flow to it. Ring to it, but yeah, cheat triads. Come on, be more creative. Yeah, what's some uh, what's some uh, uh, slurs for your uh, rivals? Do they have any? I think they said the ain'ts, right? Yeah, the ain'ts. Um, I don't know actually. We used to. Well, you know, I, being more of a Georgia Bulldog fan, like you know, we we love to make fun of um, Auburn. Um, we call their mascot is the war eagles, but we call them the turkey buzzards. <laughs> okay, that's reason. kind of weak too. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, All right, what else going? What's, what else going on in the news? What else is going on? Well, okay, so in coronavirus related news, oh. uh, well, they they canceled the Hall of Fame game, um, which is usually really like, hurt, breaks my heart. Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's a it, well, the only thing that's kind of sad is that they've—I think—they've also canceled the Hall of Fame induction uh, okay. this year. The game itself is is just a stupid preseason game, yeah. um, but I think they're going to postpone the whole thing. And everybody who managed to get into the Hall of Fame this year, they're hoping to have the ceremony next year. But I don't know if that means they're going to have this year's Hall of Fame and next year's kind of all jammed in together. Maybe, maybe they will. Um, yeah, or they could probably do it at the end of the season <clears throat> or something. Probably, yeah. And they have officially cut the preseason to two games instead of four. Um, okay. Which was funny because I I don't know why, but I kind of thought they had already done that. But <laughs> yeah, I thought so too. I thought they had already done that, but then I saw in the news to, this morning actually that they kind of have officially said there's only going to be. Maybe they've just been talking about it for so long. I just assumed it was already decided, but yeah. Um. Yeah, it makes you a little nervous, obviously. Yeah, uh, but I feel like they're gonna find a way to play, man. Yeah, true. They're gonna find a way. They're gonna. I watched the. Um, I watched the Swedish soccer league game yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Al and it's called. Yeah. And uh, I watched uh, your Gordon, which is my wife's family's favorite team. Right. And uh, they're playing against Malmo, which is like the the Patriots of that league, I guess. They're traditionally really good every season. Sure, I think they've won uh, more championships than anyone, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I watched it yesterday, and there were no fans. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. It wasn't that bad. They, uh, I thought it was going to be, I mean, it was 1-0, to zero, so it wasn't like an action-packed <clears throat> match. But right. It wasn't that tough to watch. I could see NFL happening. Mm-hmm. It, with that, uh, with no audience, they could figure it out. I think the thing that makes it a little um, interesting is, you know, I think we maybe we touched on this last week a little bit. Is um, you know what what happens when when a star player tests positive? You know what I mean? Like they had somebody on uh, on one of the teams yesterday who was. Oh, did positive. they? Okay, the person didn't play, mm-hmm. uh, and he was just he was just watching. Right. So, but I'm just saying, like, I mean, the news report when someone like Tom Brady or Drew Brees yeah, yeah, or, yeah. or, or someone like that gets it, and it's like, 
you know, which is, I mean, interestingly enough, is like, you know, also part of this Corona news too is like, you know, the, the, the league is trying to get these players to stop these player only workouts, which have been happening. You know, there's been lots of yeah. like kind of Instagram videos of this guy working out with that guy and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And the NHL Players Association or NFL Players Association has been trying to get them to stop as well. Brady seems to think, fuck that. Yeah, <laughs> it, what it, did that's, it, his, that's it, his man. That's his biz model. Do you see he quoted FDR like he did this Instagram post yeah. where he says, uh, you know, I guess in response to being told not to practice, he says, uh, well, we have nothing to fear, but fear itself. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's true, man. We have nothing to fear but fear itself. <laughs> I mean, it, it's not only him. I mean, I think Russell Will Wilson is out there working out with Antonio Brown and um OB, obj is out there working out so and i the last report i heard is that the the players association has been reaching out to the players agents but you know these guys are going to do what they're going to do exactly um as they should i guess i mean i think they should i got no problems with that man yeah they're out there working out uh i think eventually they're gonna if they're gonna have it they're gonna need to say uh they're going to need to go out and say, if somebody gets sick, we'll, you know, handle it then. But we're not going to stop. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's the only way you can do it, I think. Um, I mean, what else are you going to do? Yeah. Um, they uh, The other report is that they plan to open the training camps as scheduled. So they haven't changed that, um, which would be, what, end of July? Yeah, I think it's the end of July they open the training camps. Yeah, so that's not so far away. No, man. Right, less than a month, man. The they're rolling. I think uh, they might be the if any league is going to be bold and say fuck it, it's going to be the NFL. Yeah, yeah, because baseball is canceled, right? You know, I have not really – that apparently has been quite the shit show trying to get yes. baseball back on the field. And I, I, uh, to be honest, I haven't really – I've only seen headlines. I haven't really read any actual articles about it because I could not give two shits about baseball. I really don't care. Same here, man. You could play it or not play it. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah, I was – yeah. <clears throat> I'll see just as many games. <laughs> that's, that's exactly right i loved it when i was a kid i loved baseball um, I, I, I like playing i played some softball yeah exactly in the air force i liked playing it and i liked rooting for the atlanta braves and i thought it was fun but you know as i got older i was just like ugh, i can't baseball for me is one of those things that you just you have the game on in the background and you don't actually watch it you know exactly you just turn around and go oh it's oh it's six to four now oh right on okay and then you're like oh the the game's still on (laughs) oh how cool it's still happening oh shit (laughs) i got hit with a foul ball at a a braves game when i was um god how old was i i was probably like 11 or 12 years old i got hit by a foul ball hit by daryl strawberry when he was playing for the for the mets Nice. And I went there with my this girl that I was interested in, and her family took me to the game. So naturally, I wasn't really watching the game. I was just talking to her all night. Mm. Uh, and I'm sitting there talking to her, and all of a sudden, I felt something hit me right right in mm. the middle of my stomach. and it hit, I had no idea it was coming. 
And all wow. of a sudden, people started diving on top of me to try to get a hold of the ball. <laughs> I was like, what, what is happening? It's like it hit me. I earned this. <laughs> yeah, I did get the ball, actually. Oh, good. Yeah, I good. did. And then I gave it to her little brother because, again, oh. I was interested in this girl. You know, you do. So. Scaff. And that's one of those things that I would go back and change for sure. Yes. You know definitely. what I mean? You know how much Coke was on that ball? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's why he fouled it. <laughs> he got cocaine all over his bat. That's why he fouled it. <laughs> uh, what's, uh, what else is going on? Uh, oh, well, you know, I want to talk about this fucking Kaepernick thing. Okay. Be- Go for it, man. Because this, this whole, it's like a developing trend that's starting to piss me off, right? So, you know, you start with a guy who's essentially blackballed from the league. Right. Um, You know, this whole Black Lives Matter uh, movement erupts um, and turns into something that everybody kind of has to get on this bandwagon. Uh, And then players speak out. Yeah. Players speak out. All of a sudden, Kaepernick is a viable option. He's no longer it's no longer politically correct to blackball him. Right. Right. that being said, I mean, I'm glad. I think he should have been part of the conversation the whole time, you know. But the thing that's starting to piss me off is the way that this is playing out, right? Because, you know, it starts with all of the teams kind of saying like, well, yeah, we would be interested in in taking a look at, at Kaepernick. We wouldn't mind inviting him, you know. But, you know, and then the latest thing or what, what they start, and then last week they were talking about oh some teams are having internal discussions yeah. about Kaepernick and then the story this week is that there there are teams it was the guy from NFL Media Mike Garofalo reported Friday citing sources that that to NFL teams that are interested in Kaepernick have now been reaching out to the quarterback's friends and associates I'm like when does that ever happen what what the what you need a fucking character reference like what? It sounds like they're vetting like a, a vice presidential candidate. Meanwhile, <laughs> like a running mate. Yeah. Meanwhile, they've reached out to you know reporters who have reached out to Kaepernick's agent, who said, "Well, none of these teams have like officially contacted us." So it's like, wow. what the? If you really want to get to him, talk to his agent. Yeah, don't talk to his homie. If you really want to have a workout, have a workout. Yeah. There's nothing stopping you. Exactly. Just fucking do it. All yeah. you have to do is just do it. And it's posturing, it, man. It's I'm posturing. fucking. I'm. I'm. Like I'm at the point now where I'm like, you know what? I don't want to see any more news about this until he's been invited to a fucking tryout. Exactly. They should say that too. We're not reporting anymore. Like CNN did Donald Trump. We're not going to show <laughs> your fucking bullshit anymore. Yeah. We're just going to show relevant stuff because it's not a campaign trail. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They should do that. The NFL, not the NFL, the news, the sports media should do the same thing with Kaepernick because it's just, but it's turned into this. Uh, but they're not going to do that because they're starving yeah. for news because there's yeah. no yeah, sports. They're starving. So anything, or maybe maybe this does happen, but we never hear about it because we're never this starved for something. Maybe. That could be the case, but I've never, ever heard of anybody, teams reaching out to a friend. I, fuck a friend? I, I don't I don't understand. It, he says here qu- teams are circling around Kaepernick, getting closer. I believe, yeah. uh, certainly closer than they've been in recent years. Now yeah. you might say, why not just go directly to Kaepernick uh, or directly to his agent, 
why do you have to play this stupid game? Like where you're just sort of dancing around the periphery. Like what the fuck? Yeah. I don't, I, I, it's starting, if I, if, uh, if I don't hear a story by the end of next week that someone has contacted his agent, I'm fucking, I'm through the roof on this thing. I, I'm starting to think it's not going to happen, man. I'm starting to think that they're going to play this game a little bit and then everybody's going to find a reason why it doesn't work for us. But we hope, we hope he gets on somewhere. It just, like Pete Carroll, just, yeah. it doesn't work here. He's not a backup. He's too good to be a backup. Yeah. But then the teams where he's better than their starter... Uh, but we're committed to fucking the stash. Yeah, I think I heard something about what's his name, uh, somebody from the Steelers saying something similar to that. Like, oh well, he would it would be cool to have him here, but you know, having him with with Ben Roethlisberger is it might not work out. And and it's like, okay, so you'd rather have uh, like an admitted rapist and dude with a porn addiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, than to have you know the new you know the face of the fucking you know latest social justice movement. Yeah, you want that guy, really? <laughs> That's ridiculous, man. Um, yeah. So we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully I'm wrong, but my instincts are telling me that it's not going down. I I hear you, but I also feel like you know public pressure is so huge right now that I think it could be one of those things where where he's almost going to have to wind up on some team. Um, I just want him to wind up on the right team. I want to wind, I want him to wind up on a team where he actually has a chance to play like Jacksonville or, you know, Chicago, Chicago, a lot of teams, man. Who else has a bad starter? Uh, Cleveland. They were looking at Cam Newton. They could look at uh, Kaepernick. I agree. And I said that either last week or two weeks ago, uh, I think that's exactly oh, yeah. what Baker Mayfield n- needs. Uh, it- it'll either be the competition that he needs to remain the starter, or it will expose that he he's a dud. Eagles make sense too. Yeah, yeah. Eagles make sense. I could see the Eagles bringing him in because Carson Wentz will have his yearly injury, and then Kaepernick carried him three or four weeks, mm-hmm. and then you know. Like how Foles took them to the Super Bowl mm-hmm. and won it. Yeah, so, yeah. You got to think about that, man. These I, I, that's what might happen. Somebody get injured in camp, especially with the short with preseason and everything. Yeah. Somebody when the league starts up, season starts, you're gonna get more injuries than normal, I would guess, and then you'll start hearing about it when people need it. Yeah, either injuries or like an arrest. You know <laughs> what? Something NFL like players never get in trouble with the law. Did you see this story about the guy? I didn't. I just saw it this morning. Actually, he's some rookie. He hasn't even played yet. I think he mm-hmm. played. He got drafted by the Cardinals. Uh, he drove his car into a lake. Really? He was kind of drunk, and um, and they have like. But it, again, this is on TMZ, so they have the police uh, body cam. Um, and they were like, sir, have you been drinking? He was like, no, no, man. I, I don't even know how my car got. I tried to act like he, like I didn't park here. <laughs> Dude, where's my car? It's in a lake. Yeah, and then they gave him a field sobriety test, and <clears throat> he failed <laughs> miserably. <laughs> hey, uh, I want to give a tip to people out there. If you want to see the funniest field sobriety test, look up Mr. Turner DUI. Ooh, I don't know this one. 
Yeah, man. That's a that's one of those. You know, when back in the day when uh, people would have their back and forth with the YouTube clips. Uh huh. Like I show you mine, then you do yours, and then I do another one. Just funny clips back and forth from maybe half an hour. Or so that was one of my go to, Mister mm-hmm. Turner DUI. This dude from Miami or Fort Lauderdale or something like that, and he's uh. He's drunk, but he wasn't driving. He keeps telling him that. He cusses the police out. The lady is so calm. She's so calm. This could have been my uncle, man. This is, it's and so is he great. the only guy in the car? It's a No, no. There's a woman in the car with him. Oh, okay. I believe Mr. Turner. So he's trying to say that she was driving. Yeah, he's like, she was driving. And he said, she got on my lap. <laughs> it's the whole thing. He describes it. And then, <laughs> and then the lady is trying to do an instructional of how to give a sobriety test. The whole time. So she's like really, really by the book, this cop, small lady, and she's like asking every question you're supposed to ask. And he's like so mad, but she never like breaks the script. It's amazing. Mr. Turner's DUI test. Take me to jail. (laughs) (laughs) It's great. I have to see that. They put a combination of curse words I never heard. Fuck the goddamn shit. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck the goddamn shit. I'm drunk, but I wasn't driving. Oh, I gotta see that. That's good. Yes, man, Mr. Turner DUI. That's my uh, one of my favorites. Wow. Yeah, man. Uh, uh, <laughs> sorry to derail. No, that's it. That was talk about Mr. Turner. Once you talk about DUIs, I think of Mr. Turner. Yeah, that's good. I like it. Uh, training camps opening. Yeah. Schedule. Yeah. I saw that <laughs> you sent me that info. That's good. That's a good sign. Hmm. Um, I think they're gonna plow through, man. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, best case scenario for America, who's going through a crazy, just just no focus or leadership. It's just like, yeah, to each his own in the whole country. Uh, maybe a herd immunity type thing accidentally happening. I it, it's been it's being handled so poorly. It's kind of crazy. Um, you know, and, so if everybody got it. They flood hmm. the. Uh, the hospitals as a catastrophe and then the people who was because it's a one percent death rate or whatever mm. the people who survive yeah are immune hopefully sure <laughs> that's the by football season <laughs> yeah that seems like is that the plan <laughs> yeah it's, it's yeah, I mean, there's been a, obviously there's been a lot of writing about how you know the current administration appears to be playing Russian roulette with the so-called greatest generation. You know what I mean? Oof, it's like all, all those um, all those people who fought in World War II are now you know obviously in the risk group of yeah, you know man. for this virus. So it's kind of yeah. I, I mean, it's a tough one. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. It is tough. I I hope they get it together. Mm. I hope the virus is nice nice to them. <laughs> I don't know what to say, man. Yeah, uh, I hope they figure it out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what do you think about this uh, idea of how? <laughs> I thought this was interesting. The NFL or a group of people from uh, who want to bring a team back to Oakland and have mm-hmm. the team be majority black owned team. Uh, mm. Uh, what is it? A group of predominantly African American business owners and community leaders have proposed to the NFL that it brings a franchise back to Oakland and becomes the first black ownership group in the league's history. Is P. Diddy a part of that? 
I don't know. It doesn't say. <laughs> he would he would dance in the end zone. Was this Jay- <laughs> was this Jay Z's idea? <laughs> um, I think they would have to bring two teams, right? Exactly, because now there's an even number of teams in the league. Man, or yeah. Well, also there's four teams in each, um, you know, division. Division now, so yeah, man. You'd have. You'd have at least one, if not two, divisions with five teams instead of four. What team would you drop? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. <laughs> what team would I drop in order to add? Well, wouldn't Oakland. It, would, Oakland. You got to say it like the black people in Oakland. Oakland. You can't say it like white people in Oakland. You got to say Oakland. <laughs> but wouldn't it have to be a team from that division that you would have to drop? Because, I mean, where else are you going to put the... No, I think it could either be an AFC West team or NFC West team. True. I mean, it doesn't have to be AFC. Clearly, I think, you know, based on their terrible kind of fan base and their shitty record, I think the Chargers. Yes, that's just what I was going to say. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, Chargers. Get them out. You got two teams in LA. You definitely don't need that. Um, Black and silver. Oakland, man. And then they have to have a new uh, mascot. Oh, I guess the Oakland Chargers. Mm, yeah, well, I don't know. They'll probably come up with a new name, something black. Right. What if they went really in your face? The Oakland Slaves. (laughs) 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 You can't even say hanging 30 on you. No. uh -uh, uh -uh, uh -uh. (laughs) Watch your language. You're talking about Oakland. (laughs) Yeah, God, what would be the new name of that team? That are, they could come up with something, man. The Black Bears. <laughs> yeah. What's out in Oakland? You or you could the, do the uh, Black Fist. Yeah, the Fist. The mm-hmm. Oakland Power. Oof. Oh, that would be good. The Oakland Power. That would Power. be good. Well, that, yeah. Or, wait, what's the... Um, oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what's the... Yeah. I'm trying to make sure that what I say isn't, like, terribly racist. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm sure uh, it's not. Not the Power, but the... Um, the Oakland, well, shit, you already have a Panthers. I was thinking because, you know, it's sort of the birthplace oh. of the of the Black Panthers. Yeah, that's true. You already have a Panthers. You have to take that shit away. Carolina, yeah. you got it. Carolina resistance, some shit like that. Yeah. The Oakland, <laughs> have a, uh, you can't even have a, like a mascot, just the Oakland resistance. Yeah, I like that. Or the Kings, the Oakland Kings, as an ode to Dr. Martin Luther King. True, yeah, that worked. Yeah. That's something they could do. I don't know. It won't happen. Uh, no. If it does, I agree with you. The Chargers should be the team that gets kicked out because they don't have a fan base. They don't really have a home. Nobody wants a team in L.A. No. L.A. wants a team that's already a winner. So. Yeah. It, it, yeah. L.A. is going to root for whoever that best of those two teams. Um, yeah. So, so I say, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm down with it. It would be great. It'll be, that's one thing mm-hmm. the NFL could do if they really want to show, you know, the uh, the BLM, the Oakland BLMs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, I mean, they got their hands full trying to figure out what to do with the Washington uh, Redskins, which <laughs> apparently changing that name has has. Uh, yeah, momentum seems to be picking up for that. Yeah. Um, after all the things that have happened over the last couple of weeks, I saw a report this morning that Tony Dungy is now saying he won't say Redskins on, oh, wow. on TV anymore. You know, he, What's he going to say? 
He's just going to call them the Washington football team or just he call won't them. say skins either. Mm-mm. I don't. Well, we'll see. Um, hmm. He's um, I mean, he's one of the, you know, top dudes for NBC's broadcast. Yeah. Uh, and he's, I love that show, man. <clears throat> football night in America. Yeah, exactly. Ah, uh, so good. Sucks that it comes on so late here. Uh, he, he, he did an interview where he said, uh, yeah, it's not that hard to change the name. When I'm on the air, I'll just refer to them as Washington. I think it's appropriate. Oh, wow. Um, Shout out to Tony Dungy. Class act. Yeah. Little too religious for me, but other than that. Sure. Class act. And I looked up uh, a little bit about, there's a lot of teams that have changed their their racist Indian names over the years. Oh, yeah. I saw that. <laughs> uh, some of them were crazy quite... Crazy that the that Native Americans got this type of heat, this type of smoke from everybody. Some of them were crazy. I mean, like, you know, a lot of them were just like... You know, seemingly like, you know, in, like the Cleveland Indians or, you know, the Chiefs or things like that. But there were, what was the one? Dickinson State Savages <laughs> used to be their name in 1972. Uh, yeah, the logos are crazy, man. Until Yeah, until they changed it to the Blue Hawks. Uh, <laughs> That's a huge change. Uh-huh. And you suggested Red Hawks for the, uh, <clears throat> for the skins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Red Hawks is cool. Damn, you know? Dartmouth. Look at the logo Dartmouth had. Where's uh Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god. What is he doing? A... Is he It's like an Indian scalping. S- t- scalping. He's preparing to scalp a kid. Some dude from Yale. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh when when I was a uh, yeah, Syracuse, the, well you know it's Saltine Warrior? You know what's funny? <laughs> yeah. When I think saltine, I think of crackers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and now they're called the Orange Men. Oh. Which is weird. And their mascot is an orange wearing a hat. I didn't ever think. I never connected the two like that. I didn't either until I saw this article. Oh, wow. I'm going to post either. this article in our Patreon. Yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, people who uh, want to check that out, it's patreon.com slash uh, and you can check out all our stuff. We put I put different articles and stuff up there. We're going to put the video version of this conversation up there, too, if you guys want to watch us as we talk and see my Dolphins logo mm-hmm. right behind me. Um, uh, when I was a kid, uh, the Atlanta Braves, there there was some pushback on the Atlanta Braves. Um, also, because we had we they had a mascot. Um, who they had built a teepee out in the outfield stands. And they had a mascot, a, a real person, live person, dressed up as an Indian, and they called him Chief Nakahoma. <clears throat> Little, mm. so is it kind of stupid? Uh, that's pretty. That's pretty witty, though. It, yeah, but ev- <laughs> before every game, before every home game, Chief Nakahoma would do some kind of dance on the pitcher's mound, uh, and then he, you know, and they would play this doom, 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 like, like that kind of stuff. And then he would. And then a rain delay. Yeah. And, and then he would run back to his TP. And I don't remember. Oh, no. I don't remember what he would do. I guess he would come out maybe if somebody hit a home run. I don't remember. Chief Nakahoma. He did something during the game, but I can't remember what it was. Um, but that's no more. No, he retired. Um, I read about him a little bit. The, the dude who played Chief Nakahoma, I mean, he was actually a Native American. Um, oh, that's good. And he, it was kind of his idea. He approached the team. He was like, well, you're called the Braves. Like, you should have this cool-ass mascot. It could be me. And 
Damn. Yeah. They shared a peace pipe and then mm-hmm. <laughs> went out and he did that. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a... Wow. Chief not Talk about... That's, that's a way to flip it, man. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know what? You guys are doing this to my people. Let me come and make a little money off of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nakahoma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chief Nakahoma. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think that's it with that for news today. Yeah, I think so. Um, we can... There's no DeAndre Baker in. update, sadly. <laughs> I was, yeah. No DeAndre Baker update. Uh, so I'm I'm taking it that he's, Let's he's see. handling this case well. I look for... I never uh, look for We're going to bring it, him but... on next week to talk about it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna play him in Madden next week. I don't need my money anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, there's nothing new on him. It's all old news, sadly. Uh, all right. Well, we, I think this is um, the last uh, two divisions, and then we're done with placing all of our European uh, coverage That's, of uh, NFL football. I think you're right. We've we've done it, man. This is our first completion. Well, next week will be our first full completion but right. it's the last two man and uh i'm gonna put a map out there so mm. people can see exactly where the coverage will be right. of all the uh nfl teams hopefully we cover most of europe <clears throat> yeah and then we need to come up with some new idea yeah we'll do that that's no problem man yeah we're full of we're full of it as our true listeners know i was thinking it would be fun <laughs> to go through all the teams and and do a little piece about how they all got their names that's yeah, we could do that. But we're doing the origins. Yeah, we're doing that so, a little bit already. But yeah, um, we'll figure it out, man. And if anybody has suggestions, they can reach out to us and let us know what they want us to talk about uh, or any projects to take up. Uh, we're gonna do some breakdowns as well in the future. Uh, someone wrote in and suggested that we kind of explain the different positions. Oh right, that's right. Uh, so we can we can do that next. That was a good request, actually. Yeah, it's gonna take some some time. You know, I take this shit seriously because there's a lot of dudes on the field, and um, yeah, you know, I'm down to break it all the way down, and I'll even talk about how to watch the game for for new viewers yeah. of NFL, a way to watch it where you <clears throat> understand, and then you'll just keep gathering more information, and it'll be fun to watch. It's the way I show my uh, my brother in law, and now he's a diehard mm. NFL. He likes NFL more than I think he liked hockey more. Mm. Uh, Swedish Swedish hockey. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the sport that he liked the most. And yeah. uh, now NFL's taking over, man. I, I think I'll find it very educational, too. I don't know a shitload about the different positions other than the ones that I played in high school. Uh, uh, hey, I'm, I'm here, man. Yeah. I'll even go for a long snapper, baby. Nice. I like it. That's cool. All right. Well, let's, let's get into our uh, NFC West, man. Uh, yeah. We've already done their origins, so people know a little bit about them. Uh, now we can uh, dig into uh, where we're going to place them in Europe. Uh, starting with the Arizona Cardinals, what you got? Arizona Cardinals. Um, what? Yeah, where did I put them? Oh, uh, I put them in like the southeastern region of France. Um, okay. Because in southeastern region of France, you have this giant geographical thing called the Verdun Gorge. Verdun Gorge. Isn't that a Swedish <laughs> shock song? It sounds like it, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's known as the Grand Canyon of Europe. Oh, really? Yep. It is 25 kilometers long, 700 meters deep. Uh, and it has this crazy, beautiful, like turquoise blue river running through the 
bottom of it. It's kind of, you should Google that shit. It's pretty. I've never heard of this. Yeah. It, I mean, it's clearly not as big as the Grand Canyon. Uh, the Grand Canyon, I looked this up too. The Grand Canyon. Right. So Verdun Gorge is 25 kilometers long, 700 meters deep. Grand Canyon. Do you have that in feet and, and uh, I, no, in feet at all? No. I wrote it in, I specifically wrote it in kilometers because we're talking to Swedes, so. Okay. Uh, in, my, in, my, in my head, we're talking to <clears throat> I know. Americans I know. who don't care about it. Exactly. Grand, uh, Grand Canyon is 446 kilometers long, up to 29 kilometers wide, and 1,857 meters deep. Wow. So the Verdun Gorge, it has some work to do. To get up to <laughs> Grand Canyon standards, you got time. It's yeah. early in the game, baby. But it's also it's quite close to Marseille and Nice, right? So okay. you could kind of imagine this team could capture like a whole region, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Monaco mm-hmm. is quite close by, also. Um, good fit for France because their national symbol is already a bird. Okay. Right, the Le Coq Galou, mm-hmm. Galou, or whatever, the Gaelic rooster, whatever. It's a fucking chicken rooster. <laughs> uh, it's not a cardinal, but it's a bird. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, they don't really have cardinals in France, not birds anyway. But but they do have a shitload of like Catholic cardinals. Ah, so, nice. Uh, you were saving that one. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. That's why. I put All them right. There. I went with Northeast Spain. Yeah. Uh, that was just the, I went with a region mm-hmm. instead of an actual city. Yeah. Because in Northeast Spain, the same, it's your same logic, actually, your same line of thinking, mm. is there's a desert that spans uh, uh, Zar- Zaragoza, Zaragoza, <laughs> y Huesca. Nice. It's the two uh, cities there. And uh, the desert is called Monegros. Uh huh. Yes. And uh, if there's anything you know, about the football is that um, it's more Negroes in that than uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so I, that's good so I just had to go with the more Negroes I like all right? that. that's good I like that logic that works <laughs> uh, also Arizona um, and you know Arizona has a desert climate that's why we both chose those uh, the regions that we chose uh, and Arizona the first there were Native Americans there of course but the the next people to come and find Arizona were from Spain. Mm. The the first the uh, uh, explorers that found uh, Arizona were from Spain. And another fun fact about the two places is uh, both are hubs for higher education, with fifty three colleges and universities in Arizona mm. and seventy six in Spain. Mm-hmm. So. So did this, this Spanish, did they, did they come up through Mexico? Is that how they got to Arizona? Yes, exactly, because they had Mexico and then, yeah. Hmm. I didn't know that. Interesting. Yeah, man. Uh, so that's uh, Arizona, northeast Spain. Cool. What you got for the L.A. Rams? Barcelona. 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 Geographically similar, situated uh, in a you know valley surrounded by mountains on mm-hmm. one side and beautiful beaches on the other. Uh, similar climate. Um, also, you know, a lot of people in Barcelona consider themselves to be sort of separate from the country that they live in. You know, they have this mm. Catalan thing going on. It, it, th- that's really more for political reasons. L.A., more so in a cultural sense, feels yeah. very much kind of, 
you know, everyone says, you know, everything happens in LA first and then it spreads out to the rest of the world. Um, <clears throat> so they think they're, spe- they think their shit don't stink in LA too. <laughs> um, local produce and food in both places is amazing. I lived in LA for uh, a number of years, been to Barcelona. They have, they do have a similar vibe. Also, architecturally speaking, um, you know, obviously in LA, you can see evidence of Spanish, um, architecture everywhere. Um, one of the things that I found most interesting when I did my not so deep dive, uh, <laughs> the Watts towers, the Watts towers, um, which you can look them up. They're quite beautiful. Uh, were created, um, by this Italian immigrant named Simon Rodia. Nicknamed the Antoni Gaudi of California. And Gaudi Gaud is from Barcelona. Exactly. And if you look <laughs> nice. at if you look at Watts Towers and then you look at Gaudi's church, the La Oh Jesus Christ. How do you pronounce this thing? La Sagrada Familia. Ah, La Sagrada Familia. Yes. Uh <laughs> very similar. Um, you can see where he got the idea for the Watts Towers when you see that thing. Wow. Well done, sir. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went with Paris, France. Nice. The connection of these two is through cinema. Mm. LA is known for Hollywood, yep. where stars live and flourish. And Paris, France is the most cinema-dense city in Europe. Yep. France takes his films very seriously, as does Hollywood. And Paris also has some hoods. Some hoods in, in Paris That's true. Uh, and uh, L.A. does as well with South Central, Watts, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. and some other uh, places that people know about in, uh, in, uh, in L.A. Downtown, so. people sleeping in cardboard boxes. I wouldn't call it the hood, though, right? No, well, it's Skid Row. It's like... <laughs> yeah, Skid Row. Yeah. I've heard about that, man. Oof. Oof, it's not pretty. When I think about that, I just get like sad that it exists in America. It's getting worse too. It's spread out yeah, all I've over the that. city. I was there last year. It was. It's crazy. I listened to um, this comedy podcast called uh, Kill Tony, mm. and uh, so many. Pe- it's like they give one minute of con- comedy to somebody uh-huh. randomly. So people come up and do comedy, and then they interview them afterwards, mm-hmm. like a maybe three to five minute interview. So they just and they kind of roast them a little bit. But almost every person that just moved to L.A. it's a, it's in L.A. is homeless. Mm. These people are just living homeless, and they just talk about yeah, I live in my car, and uh, you know, and they're like, oh yeah, I've lived in my car too. You know, it's like what? Yeah, I could, I would never. <laughs> uh, I lived but, in my car for a little while, but not in L.A. See? In Atlanta, for wow. for a couple of months. Uh yeah, it wasn't fun. It was I fun bet. for the f- for the first couple of days. It was kind of interesting, but then you realize like, oh shit, I have to figure out how to not live in my car anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's not as fun. No, how am I gonna <laughs> swing that? <laughs> wow, man, we gotta talk more about that one of these days. Yeah, it's interesting. Okay, we can talk about your origin story a bit. I, I um, learned a lot in living in my car. Actually, yeah, it's cool, interesting okay. experience. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> All right, what you got for the uh, San Francisco 49ers? San Francisco 49ers, I stuck them in Rome. Uh, Roman Empire, uh, Empire, once upon a time, uh, dominated the search and mining for gold all over Europe. Um, you know, these fancy helmets and chariots are not going to decorate themselves. You got to get some gold <laughs> on them, right? 
Um, both places have extremely dramatic architecture. I mean, the list of things from Rome is endless. Uh, yeah. San Francisco as well. You got the Golden Gate Bridge and a bunch of other shit. Um, <laughs> both are earthquake hotspots. Uh, Italy apparently has the most earthquakes in Europe. I did not know that. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. And t- then I found a story of, in 2017. There was one day where Rome had three earthquakes in one hour. Wow. That's pretty crazy. Um, they're both also very gay-friendly cities. Um, I didn't know. Oh, yeah. Caligula? Yeah. Apparently in ancient Rome, being gay was not such a big deal. Um, where was that? I found this crazy description about being gay in ancient Rome. It was like, it was kind of a weird, what the fuck? Oh, here it is. It was like, yeah, uh, it, it was sort of, it, it wasn't a big deal to be gay, but you kind of had to do it in the right way, apparently. Uh, Roman men were free to enjoy sex with other males without a perceived loss of masculinity or social status as long as they took the dominant penetrative role. Yeah, but how you get, somebody's going to have to take the so reception, what, re- receiving role. Yeah, but that guy, he's, yeah, acceptable. He's gay. Yeah, he's gay. I'm not gay. Uh, acceptable male partners were slaves uh, or wow. or former slaves. That's just getting problematic as hell. Prostitutes and entertainers. <laughs> so that that leaves me out as... <laughs> I was just here to juggle, okay? <laughs> Yeah. And then he just fucked me. But he's not gay. You are now. (laughs) Yeah. You're gay now because you're gay now, juggler. You're the gay juggler. But I think modern modern gay Rome is much more accepting. I just thought it was kind of a while I was doing my research on you know on Pornhub. uh, Yes. I was doing my research on my porn addiction. Talking to you, Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, Big Ben, as yeah, they call him, Big as ben. the penetrator. Uh, <laughs> Big Ben, the penetrator. Yes, that's Oakland's new name, the Penetrators. <laughs> that would be the scariest name. Can you imagine white people in the South would lose it? Like that's the thing they're most afraid of. Man, we got to play the Penetrators, man. <laughs> they're all black. Yeah. They're afraid of black men fucking all their white women, and then they call themselves the penetrators. The penetrators. Oh, we figured it out, man. That's the the name. Yeah. Oh, and That's then the there's we're the penetrators. <laughs> Only the tip. <laughs> <laughs> but on Sundays uh, we go balls deep. Oh, <laughs> uh, Pete Diddy and Magic Johnson present <laughs> the penetrators. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh God. All right. My, uh, was that it for the night? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Where you got him? Uh, I got him in Malta. Nice. Uh, it's one of uh, that was uh, for the same, pretty much same reason as you. When you think of San Francisco, you got to think of gay, and uh, the gayest, <laughs> uh, the most gay-friendly country in Europe is Malta, hmm. with the uh, gay citizens getting discriminated against less than anywhere else. Uh, and uh, according to this list, I found uh, they were number one by far. They just more uh, more civil rights for gays. Sweden's number ten. Yeah, in Europe, Sweden's up there, man. That was good. Go Sweden. Uh, and San, San Francisco is known as a, a haven for gays in America, uh, with the Harvey Milk being the mayor mm. and all of that stuff. Uh, 
Uh, so the connection makes sense. Also uh, assassinated, and, uh, just like Olaf Palma. Just saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe I should have put him. Anyway. In Stockholm. <laughs> uh, Malta also has an abundance of gold. I did not uh, know that. Nice. The, the Niners were the people who moved to San Francisco in search of gold. And uh, the, the big gold mine in Malta was discovered in 1949. Nice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. How, wow. how is this not fate? How is wow. this not fate? <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, man. Uh, wow. Seattle Seahawks, what you got, man? Seattle Seahawks. Um, you know, I thought a lot about the the dude who wrote us about Gothenburg, and yeah. I, I had considered that, but then uh-huh. I started to change my mind. I put him in Helsinki. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reason why is that both cities are considered to be um, like kind of at the forefront of the environmental movement. Both are very green cities. Mm-hmm. Um, Helsinki was voted the number three environmental city in Europe. Okay. Um, uh, Seattle is way up there on the list as well, as far as America. Uh, fishing industry, also huge in mm-hmm. both places. Finland apparently is number one. For fishing in the Baltic states, um, it's mostly herring, I guess. But anyway, <laughs> I don't know. Um, fans in both places are absolutely insane. Um, you know, we t- I think we spoke about this last week. Seahawks fans breaking the the sound record for an audience at a yeah, football yeah. game, and I don't know if you've ever seen Finnish fans. These people will endure anything. Uh, to root for their team. Oh, I don't know. Uh, there, there's a, there's an amazing video of when from only like maybe two years ago when Finland won the World Junior Hockey Championship, of the fans celebrating in the streets of Helsinki for, you know, it, the video is really funny because it keeps jump cutting from like you know and it has a little time stamp. It's like okay, it's midnight, and then it's like you know twelve forty five, and you can see the progression of this party all the way till like six or seven o'clock in the morning, and it's just Oof. an oh, it's such a mess. I bet. The people yeah, who they are drink out there. Oh my god, yeah, um, yeah, and also in the way that Seattle is kind of the team of the Pacific Northwest. Um, because there's no other teams up there. They managed to capture that whole area. I think Helsinki, if you put the team in Helsinki, you could probably do something quite similar around yeah. around the Baltics where you could kind of, you know, people in Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, Poland, maybe even Russia could all be Seahawks fans as well. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well done, man. Yeah. <clears throat> I went and pandered. And uh, made it uh, Gothenburg. That's a good choice. As a, as a listener uh, wrote in yeah. and suggested uh, that Seahawks, he's a Seahawks fan, so he's not biased at all. No. That lives in Gothenburg, but no. I went with Gothenburg. Uh, Seattle has some of the best air quality in the U.S., and Sweden has the top air quality in Europe. Mm-hmm. Uh, the politics of both places are left-leaning. Seattle and the surrounding areas being the most liberal part of the U.S., and Sweden is, well, Sweden. <laughs> yeah, the most unpopular. I mean, the most popular Seattle images are people throwing fish around in the fish markets. Mm-hmm. With the, uh, the thing they do in Gothenburg, it's a fishing city. Uh, Seattle has grunge. Gothenburg dance band. <laughs> so, yeah, that's true, actually. Uh, so there's two distinct musical uh, uh, contributions. <clears throat> um, so 
That's what I was uh, going with for I'd, those. I'd like to see a grunge band playing with a dance band. Wouldn't that Oof. be interesting? Uh, that'd be nice. I'm not sure that would work. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get to some origins, and then we can get on out of here, man. Sure. What we got going? Origins. What do we got? We start with the Denver Broncos, yeah? Yeah. Established uh, August 14th, 1959. Uh, yeah, they started playing in the 1960 season as a charter member of the AFL, the American Football League. And then, of course, they later joined the NFL as part of the merger in 1970. Um, the Broncos, you know, in the beginning were not very good. <laughs> um, barely competitive during their 10-year run in the AFL. Um uh, but then they got pretty good later uh, when they got some good quarterbacks. Uh, John Elway, of course. Yes. Um, what's his other? What's the other guy? Um, Brock Osweiler. Brock. <laughs> yeah, Brock Osweiler. That's who I was thinking of. <laughs> Peyton Manning they had for a couple of years. No, Tim Tebow. That was it. That's what I was saying. <laughs> so just Elway. <laughs> right, yeah, Elway. They got Manning once his arm died. Yeah, exactly. But they won a couple of Super Bowls, right? They won um, one, but they got blown out in another one. They well, they beat the living piss out of my Atlanta Falcons. That was the first time I remember. Oh, that back one. then. Oh, you mean then? I thought you meant with uh, Manning. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah, um, they won three. Yeah, yeah. W- 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 I think that was 1999 or 2000. The Dirty uh, Bird. God damn, they got slaughtered. Um, by Jamal the, Anderson. Mm-hmm, yeah, that was not pretty. Um, we didn't even stand a chance in that Super Bowl. Uh, yeah. Sorry, man. <laughs> yeah, well. All right, well, well, my opinion on them, I, it's one of the few Super Bowls I cried at, man. Really? Uh, when, uh, when, they, when Elway and the Broncos got beat down, mm. beat down by the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wanted the 49ers to lose because my dad was a Bears fan, and they had beat the Bears on their way to the Super Bowl. So I was like, I don't want them to win. And I was rooting for Denver, and the 49ers just slaughtered them, and I was just crying. Mm. I remember my brothers making fun of me because it was like 49-7 to seven or something when they finally scored or something like that. Oof. The uh, the uh, Bud Bowl was more entertaining. Oh, year. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Bud Bowl. Uh, but uh, I always liked Elway. Uh, and it was great that he got back to back Super Bowls later uh, in his career. Yeah, uh, yeah. Toward and he rode off in the sunset, man. And now he's the uh, general manager and he's putting some good teams together. So he was so fun to watch as a kid. I loved yeah, watching Elway. He was fantastic. He had like swag. Mm-hmm. And he was a top baseball prospect. I didn't and, know that. Uh, I didn't know. That. Threatened threatened to not go to the NFL at all if they didn't let him go to a different team. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I think uh, I'm pretty sure that there was, it was another team trying to draft him, and he was like, well, I'll go play baseball. And they were like, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. And, they, <laughs> <laughs> and they brought him on and to play for uh, the Broncos. Wow, cool. Yeah, uh, so that's my Broncos, my history. Yep. Uh, who's next? Kansas City Chiefs? Yes. Yeah, established August 14th, 1959. Um Initially, uh, as the Dallas Texans, um, yeah, so they started in Dallas, charter member mm-hmm. of the American Football League. 
Um, the team wow. moved to Kansas City in 1963. Um, and then I guess, I think at first, I remember reading somewhere that they were going to try to, they had some kind of name the team type thing and they name, well, I think they're trying to hide the fact that they named it after something Native American, but of course. The, apparently the guy who was the mayor of Kansas City his nickname was the Chief, and he had a lot to do with bringing the team yeah, yeah. to Kansas City. So they try to say, I've "Well, we named it after him." I don't like, know. No. no. Uh, so what's the? What's the? Did he walk around with an arrowhead? No, it's he called wa- Arrowhead Stadium. He walked around with a headdress. <laughs> True. Really? Yeah, there's old pictures of him walking around with his fucking Chiefs headdress thing, Jeez. flowers and shit. People just uh, did shit, man. Hmm. Uh, they won Super Bowl four against the Minnesota Vikings. Oh wow! Um, yeah, and despite the fact that they had been, you know, fairly good at getting into the playoffs every year, they have not managed to win the Super Bowl again until last year. Yeah, man, and they might have some more in the future. <laughs> yeah, fifty-year drought. Um, yeah. But I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they managed to uh, to go back to back this year for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man, Kansas City. Uh, my dad told me about this uh, African player when I was a kid, uh, Christian Okoye. Uh huh. Remember this guy was like a damn bus. Yeah, I do remember him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so I had his card. I had his uh, rookie, or not? I don't know if it was a rookie card, but I had his playing card. Uh, so I liked I, I liked them because of that, and uh, I liked their little chop thing. Even though I hate the uh, Seminoles, they do that. But the the Chiefs do it as well. Yeah, the Braves do it too. Uh, yeah, as a tribute to their mayor, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and the mayor, and they also chant, "Oh, you know, because yeah. of the mayor, right? Because uh, <laughs> the mayor does so, that too." Yeah, the mayor. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's a that was my only. I didn't even realize as a kid that they were mocking or like, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, but appropriating Indian culture or whatever, Native or taking shots at Native American culture. I never even thought about that. I just, even the Arrowhead Stadium, I didn't put it all together until <laughs> I was an adult. And I was like, oh, it's a little problematic. But um, yeah. I'm really glad for the future of that team, though, with uh, Andy Reid at the helm. Mm-hmm. I thought uh, he's he's always been a, a good player's coach, and it's good to see a player's coach win. Yeah. So. Uh, happy about their future. I've always kind of thought they were in it. I didn't pay much attention to them when I was a kid until they, they had that weird stint where they got Joe Montana for a while. Yeah, I remember that. So yeah. that was pretty weird. Uh, I, I, but right now, I would say the current version of the Chiefs are really fun to watch. Yeah. Um, Speed, man. And they even got, also, you know, being the George Bulldog homer that I am, when they got Miko Hardman, um, as a receiver, and also, I don't know if you ever seen that guy run back a punt or a kick. Fuck, man, Miko Hardman, he's good. Okay, uh, I, don't know. I think he's actually faster than Tyreek Hill. Yeah, that's that's one thing that uh, sometimes being a player's coach will bite you in the ass because they give these players chances that shouldn't get them. Mm. I don't think Tyreek Hill is. I think he's a black guy for the uh, NFL. Mm, I agree, but they also have um, you he know got a couple of players. Well, it's hard not to like Sammy Watkins being the teleporter that he is. <laughs> You know, I mean, that's... He's the chief teleporter. There aren't a lot of players in the league who can teleport. So that's, Uh, you know, uh. you got to give some respect to that for sure. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah. All right, what what you got for Vegas? 
Vegas. I can't believe we're calling them Vegas now. This Las, is Las so Vegas. Weird. Yes. That's the reason I picked them next. I mean, alphabetically, Las Vegas. Yeah. Lo- lo- yeah. yeah. The Las Vegas Raiders uh, were established January 30th, 1960. Um, yeah. Also part of the AFL and then merged into the NFL in 1970. Uh, the team departed Oakland to play in Los Angeles in 1982. Um, and then they returned back to Oakland in 1995. <laughs> um, yeah. And then back and, to LA. And now, yeah. And now in 2017, they voted to move the team to Las Vegas, but they're only just doing that this year. So this year will be the first year that the team plays in, um, in Las Vegas. And a big staples button. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> the weird. easy button. Yeah, it's like weird. A big easy button. Weird stadium. That was easy. Yeah. Uh, Raiders, man. You can't. I can't think about them without thinking about old school hip hop. N.W.A., Ice Cube, and those guys, man. Always had the Oakland mm-hmm. or L.A. Raiders stuff. Yeah. Uh, on. Yeah. Uh, with the black and the silver, and their fans, man. <clears throat> Just mm. terrifying. Yeah. Terrifying fans that are all out. That's I always talk about the hooligan culture in Europe and how we don't really have it so much in the states. Mm. Not where it gets violent and scary. Yeah, you could bring your kids to a game there and not have to worry about anything, saying anything super crazy. <clears throat> but the only thing, the only violence I can remember is the Oakland Raiders fan shooting us a, a 49ers fan mm. uh, after a game. Yeah, that's the only thing. Uh, so their fans are crazy. Uh, and my dad told me about them in the seventies, and how they used to have to stick them on their gloves. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. like the guy, he said the guy couldn't even spike the football because it was stuck to his glove, so, so stuck to his glove. Yeah, and they also had a. Um, uh, I mean, a lot. Of, you've heard stories about this recently too, but it was very much. I don't know if they're the ones who started this, but they had one of these hit lists. Like where you would get bonuses for like injuring players or bet. hurting them or yeah they were known for hurting oh and they had a, the first team I can remember that had a black coach yeah so that was something that my dad talked about a lot too when I was a kid Art Shell oh uh, yeah our, that's our right player Art he Shell. was their coach I uh, I think it's the first one I've ever seen a black coach so mm-hmm. uh, we were, we had to root for him you know my dad was kind of militant so there you go he's he's now gonna be a part owner of a. <laughs> <laughs> the next yeah team. i feel bad right, let's wrap it up with the uh with the chargers right last team los angeles chargers or oh, is that yeah that's the last team man. yep los angeles chargers established august 14th 1959 um a lot of people don't know that they actually started in los angeles um i think yeah they started in la uh and then they moved to San Diego in 1961. Oh, wow. Be- so two years in L.A. Mm-hmm. How shitty is L.A. of a sports city? It's pretty bad. I, I lived couldn't there. even start a team there and last more than two years. Yeah. yeah uh, interestingly enough, the only thing that's really been consistently successful in L.A. is uh, their soccer teams. Okay. Uh, they oh, that's na- good. They now have two teams in L.A. that are hugely popular. Oh, um, good. So, yeah. Um, they've been to the playoffs 13 times. Um, they made it to the Super Bowl one year, but they lost. 
To the Niners. To the Niners, 49 to 26. They got stomped. They got beat down. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's... that's. Uh, well, I remember growing up watching them as a kid. What was that kid? Uh, oh, Dan Fouts was their quarterback. <laughs> that was the guy that I remember Man, he the went most. way back. He's yeah. a, an announcer now. <clears throat> yeah, Dan Fouts and uh, what was it? Charlie Joyner, Joyner was their big wide receiver. That's That's how I remember them. My the charges I remember is Junior Seau, man. Right. The menacing Samoan mm-hmm. linebacker. Played for the Dolphins for a little bit later, but everybody remembers him as a Charger. That was his team for most of his career. Yeah, he was a badass. And uh, uh, sadly, he uh, he killed himself. Mm-hmm. Shot himself in the chest so that his brain could be looked at because he knew that something was probably wrong with his brain, and it turned out that he had. Uh, CTE, big time. Was he the first one to really spark that whole thing? Yeah, he was one of them because of the act of shooting himself in the chest. Right. He like, first, he drove off a he drove off a mountain first. Right. He survived because he's junior fucking Seau. Jesus. <laughs> and then uh, people were they just said it was an accident. Right. But he really yeah. You know, he was trying to hurt himself then, and then in the end, uh, he was like he knew something was wrong up here. Huh. <clears throat> It's very but interesting. I think there was it was like seeing interviews of older players and stuff. You start you're like, man. But he was the one him killing himself kind of sparked a lot of that too. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so that's what I think of. Junior Seau. I think of their cool uniforms. I always like the logo. I like back their then. uniforms too, yeah. They're cool. The logo back then, but now the new logo. No, is it the Rams got the fucked up logo? The Rams got the, the same fight. logo. Yeah. Okay. That powder yeah. blue is kind of is kind of dope, actually. Yeah, I like it. I yeah. like it. And that that the Charger logo is just pretty simple on the helmet, like that. Uh huh. It's nice. Uh, and then got to think of Philip Rivers too, having a long career there. Uh, yeah. I like that he was kind of a a shit talker, but I also kind of don't like. I don't know. I love hate with him sometimes, I'm, or hot and cold with him. Sometimes I'm liking him, and sometimes I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Well, now you don't have to worry about him because he plays for the Colts. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah, Chargers Chargers are an interesting team. Um they get a lot of shit because their fans aren't very dedicated, but that's that might just be a California thing. Think so, man. There's a lot of distractions. Or a Southern good. California thing. Obviously they don't have that problem in Oakland. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. But yeah, man. Uh thanks for the history. Yep. And thanks for another good pod, man. This was fun doing it like this. Yeah, it was interesting. You know, I, I, normally, uh, people who are hearing this, normally we hold hands, and we weren't able to this time. <laughs> <laughs> so if you feel a slight disconnect between us, it's because we didn't get to hold hands. I know. <laughs> I know. So, And usually we're eating something, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't even drink anything. I, my mouth is dry as hell right now. Yeah. Uh, it's as dry as the uh, the Negro Desert. <laughs> <laughs> Mo Negroes, the, the Mo, Mo Negro, the Mo desert. Negro Desert. <laughs> we got lots of Negroes out in this desert. <laughs> it's Mo and Mo and Mo. We need some Mo Negroes. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh God. All right, man. Well, this has been another uh, NFL uh, episode. Thanks for checking us out. Uh, We'll be back next week. We'll find a way to to put another one out next week. Mm -hmm. And uh, check us out um, on uh, Instagram, SvenFLPod. Email us at SvenFLPod at gmail.com. And uh, patreon.com slash SvenFL if you want to check out more content. 
and whatnot. Uh, we'll be putting this video up as well. So uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, I'm John Rollins. Kefino Misora. We out. See you next week. Later, y'all. Later. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.